Good morning, Americans. This is John Hurd in beautiful Osage County. I'd like to invite you to pour yourself a cup, sit back, and enjoy a bit of herd mentality over coffee with John and Kelly as we chat about faith, family, and ranching. Take two. Okay, so it's Friday night. We're sitting out here in the pasture in Osage County listening to the wind shake the house and blow through the chimney as the northers blowing in. It's 1st of December, Osage County, Oklahoma. And I'm out here in John Hurd's living room. It's actually our living room now. Yes, it is. It is one of our living rooms. Because we got married last weekend. We did. Last Friday night, we were having sort of like a rehearsal supper with all the family and everything. And this Saturday, I mean, this Friday night and this Friday night, we've been dancing in your living room and singing old Charlie Pride songs. Charlie Pride songs, Christmas carols. Yeah. We did a little caroling in the living room together. Yeah, we did. We may have to put one of those clips in this podcast of us singing Rudolph or something. I don't know. We may we may just throw it in this clip. Makes me feel this is about as good as dance night on the patio. That's what we do in the wintertime. We just sing. When you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. He knows if you think that he could So be good for goodness. Goodness sake. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to to the old stage. Santa Claus is coming. I know he's coming. He's flying this away, babe. He's coming to town. We butchered that one. <laughs> well, as much as I love your voice, um, I like singing with you too. Even though I can't harmonize. I think we do good together. Well, all the women out there will know how, how special it is to have a man that sings to you. Yeah. So we've talked, our Coffee with John and Kelly is always about faith, family, and ranching. And we've talked on all three subjects, um, not a lot in depth, but we've kind of hit the topics because we've only got four podcasts out there. But since we just got married, I think it would be a good thing on this one if we talked family. Because, you know, there's probably some other couples out there listening to us where maybe they're... Um, combining two families into one, you know. Um, you and I have our unique stories where you were single bachelor man for 20 years. 20 years, and, yes. And just became a married man again. And and I was single and on my own for seven years ahead of marrying you. And so we've got two families that we're bringing together. and. Those dynamics and, and our hearts and that. Can we go there tonight and talk sure, about that? Sure, we sure can. You know, it's it's a complicated, um, you know, area for you know families to blend, mm-hmm. um, especially when they're like ours. You know, they're all older, and uh, you know, we even have grandchildren. Yeah, all together, there's 18 in our family now. As the good Lord has blessed us seem to be blending very well yeah now I've known your family because I um 
Amber, your daughter-in-law, has a store in Pahuska. When I was the tourism director, I wrote a magazine article on her and interviewed her and her mom. Um, the, she was gracious enough to let me use her boys in some commercials while they were out roping a dummy on the sidewalks of Pahuska. And I fell in love with your family before you and I were seriously seeing each other. And... It, it takes me back to when my oldest daughter Cheyenne and Drew were dating because Drew spent so much time at our house he became my son in my heart before he became my son-in-law before he married my daughter and for me on my end with your family they they had a place in my heart before I married their dad and their papo. No you actually knew my grandson before I, before I moved back from Texas. Yep. I, I actually had taken pictures of them at a junior ranch rodeo, a bunch of kids, but them out by their trailer didn't know who they were. But I took their picture. They let me take their picture. And then I was so surprised when I saw one of Amber's Facebook posts in her living room and there was this great, big, huge picture blowing up on the wall of her boys and it was the one I had taken. And I thought, oh my gosh. And so the picture I had taken of your grandsons had been hanging on the wall in their house before I ever knew you. That's, uh, that's kind of how the Lord orchestrates things sometimes. I believe so, yeah. Starts blending families yeah. together. So as we, we got together and we started going towards the marriage, you can talk about it, but we intentionally made the focus on creating a sense of family, one family from the two. Right. What blessed me so much in our wedding was all of our children stood with us, the boys with you, the girls with me, and then our grandchildren brought the bride down the aisle. And I just, I know what we have, our chemistry is rare. But I feel like the gift that we've been given in the uniting, uniting of our families, it's also rare. Because how many grandchildren see their granddad or their grandmother get married? But like my grandchildren just fell head over heels for you because you're just that type of person with kids. And yours for me and me for them before you and I walked down the aisle that they all came together and I thought what a memory that they're going to have of the day Pigeon and Papo got married. You know I think the big catch on what really drew uh, us to be able to join our families and it's all wrapped around heart, having heart, having big hearts and accepting and loving. You know it's all about love to begin with. But, uh, you know, to be able to share that and, and to think of your children and your grandchildren, uh, you know, in a way that you worry about their hearts, number one. Um, and it's just by the grace of God that all the hearts were open to accept what's going on. And it was... You'd think it'd be tough, but it wasn't. It was, it was, it, well, not only did it feel right, but it's like it was just meant to be. Yeah. From day one. Mm hmm.
It just makes me think back on the day one, you know, you know, when I first met you and we talked and was on and off for probably four, five, six months, back and forth. Kind of the, what it takes to make it a happy family. What does it take? Well, number one, it takes love and understanding and uh, knowing, you know, your children. Because uh, that's our biggest, you know, you and I talked quite a bit about, you know, you know, our kids. Because that's what, that was, that's been our number one, you know, priority uh, to raise and protect them. And, you know, not bring negative into their lives with any sort of relationship, you know. And, uh, you know, so it wasn't hard for you and I because it just felt, you know, right. And, you know, we've talked about it a time or two about, you know, the blessing of you and I being together because we've been there and done that and seen things. Uh, and we knew that in our minds that we was never going to, or we thought we'd never, you know, fall in love and get married to anybody. I'd given up and pretty much just was settled in. You know, through our relationship, we figured out that we loved each other. You know, sure enough, loved each other. Understood each other. Mm-hmm. You know, became friends. And I think that's the most important thing. <clears throat> and I think for that to to happen and to grow, it takes vulnerability. Sure it does. Yeah. And so many times that's that's the hardest hurdle is to allow yourself to be vulnerable. It is, but I think I think, you know, we we've talked as well as trust in a relationship, you know. Trust is one of the most valuable things you can have in a relationship. And once you get trust that you you know you you, you believe is the right uh, amount of trust I guess you know then you can open up and become vulnerable you know it's okay and maybe it takes uh, it takes you know some seasoning you know age growing up a little bit so I trust you thank you I trust you too and I think after being you know through bad relationships that's the number one hurdle to get over is to be able to trust and to be able to love. Sure. And you know what else? <clears throat> to be able to dream. Because right. too many times we talk ourselves out of our dreams or settle for bare minimum so you don't run the risk of being disappointed. Right. Right. And I'm so not disappointed with you. And I'm so excited to be dreaming with you. I like our dreams. I do. Talk to the men out there, John. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> you know. There's a lot of crappy husbands out there. <laughs> I know there's probably a lot of crappy wives too, but I'm just like, you know what? I think you've got a message. I think you've got wisdom to impart to men out there on what it takes to be a father, what it takes to be a provider, what it takes to love a woman. Because women, you know, we can be kind of difficult to love sometimes. Oh, I know. No, no. <laughs> not, <laughs> not that I know that, that, that you guys can be well, tough to love and, and live with. But, well, you know, and, and none of us are perfect. 
by no means. And I, I'm not perfect, and I wasn't perfect. You know, we talked in an earlier podcast about you know me working and just keeping my head down and just working, and and, and we and I know that that's what young men do, you know, or the majority of them do. Uh, you want to be a provider, and you know you're raised to think that you've got to be the breadwinner, and and if you're not, then then you don't meet standards. You're not you know, you're not doing your job. If I had it to do over. Which I, you know, I wouldn't have known it back then. But you know, your family comes first, and you've got to learn how to balance, uh, you know, your job and your and your family and your relationship. But uh, you know, any of the men listening now that's looking for a wife, you know, I really think that uh, you know, friendship is. is very important and the trust you know you can't be happily married and by having secrets or not being able to trust Mm -hmm. you have a really good um, track record with me anyways as far as going out of your way like you'll come back in just to kiss me. Sure. And sometimes men don't always do that. Or you'll come back just to express something from your heart to me that's good. And those things touch a woman's heart. Well, I'm very fortunate because that's not hard for me to want to do because I love you as much as I do. And... You know, I want I want you to know that. I want you to know that you're on my mind. And you know what? That that goes far with a woman when a man communicates that to her. That you're you're talking a gal's language there. Again, like I said, it's easy for me with you. Well, I'm blessed. But I think if other men knew the value. And the, the value of the gift they're giving their wives when they do that. They might not just have a passing thought, but they might act on it. Yeah. Which would be good. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say that, you know, you're you're the one for me, you're the one I I, I, I fell madly head over heels for. And uh, you know, and it ain't just, you know, you're a beautiful lady. But it's more your your heart, you know, and and I think a lot of what what draws me to you as well is that you you do prop me up, you know, you do, you know, tell me I'm doing things right or you know or I'm good at what I'm doing or just Are anything. Hashtag impressive. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I always want to be able to dance in the living with you and scooch over in the pickup and mess up your driving and which doesn't take much and laugh have a hard time you know <laughs> concentrating on the road anyway I like laughing with you we do a lot of laughing mm-hmm. well it's good I it's like just good and I always wanted five kids anyways from the time I was young and now between the two of us we have five and then the in loves we have seven grandchildren. Uh-huh.
Yep, and we want to be a blessing to their marriages by being the type of grandparents that, number one, they can trust their children with and who offer from our hearts to, you know, be those grandparents that would keep the kids and stuff for a little while to allow them to invest in their marriage from time to time. Nope, I like that a lot, and I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to be the grandparents that dance at their weddings. Me too. And really want to teach them how to dance. Oh, yeah. We, we like need to do dance. that. We do. We do. We do. Well, hey, y'all, we're going to sign off now, and I hope you agree with me that there's no such thing as too much of a little bit of John Hurd mentality. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope your life is just like a cup of coffee, good for the very last drop. Thank you.